Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, and I am hoping I'm going to be your dream coach for the next 35 to 40 minutes. Uh, Last week, we got into part one of the rise of the remnant warriors called Stormwalkers. So once again, Stormwalkers are those who prevail over the turbulent and chaotic storms within the physical and soulish realms because of the inner workings of Holy Spirit. There is a remnant, and I believe I'm speaking to them today, a remnant of believers, a remnant of believers that have stood the test of time and they are rising out of the ashes of trauma, tribulation, turmoil, and past troubles Even right now, says the Lord, and I prophesied that last week, and I'm prophesying that again over you today, and I am saying this is going to be your best season because it's God's turn. One of my spiritual fathers, Dr. Tony Slade, says it's God's turn right now. The church tried, and the enemy came in, the enemy tried, but now God is taking his place on the grand stage of life. And we are going to be winning battle after battle. The war is already won. So every time we face a battle, it's not to what? It's not to delay us, not to deny us, and not to define us. It's only to give us greater levels of authority within the spheres of influence that dad wants us to walk in. So I I spoke about uh, the son of his right arm um, that that. His name is Benjamin, and he's the 12th son at the 12th hour. And go back and listen to part one. I'm not going to go over it all, but I just want to tell you today that stormwalkers say, I'm a stormwalker. (laughs) Stormwalkers have become resilient, undeniable, indestructible, non-combustible, indomitable, irresistible, teachable, and reachable. Come on now. The stormwalkers know whose they are, who they are, and to whom they are called. And this is where I spent most of the time on last week on the Benjamites that are that are stormwalkers. The Benjamites are the ones that are the, the, the son of his right hand, the, the power, the, the ones that are going to enforce the victory that Jesus came to bring. And now it's time that Jesus gets what he paid for. Amen. So today I want to I want to move ahead. I want to move the move the chains uh, ahead a little bit. I want to start I want to talk about stormwalkers and who they are. So um, we know who they become. We we know that whose they are and who they are and to whom they are called. We've we've hit all three of those. But I want to say to you that stormwalkers know know this one thing. They know how to stand in the midst of the storm. Come on now. They know how to stand in the midst of the storm and they know how to walk through the storm. They know how to walk on the storm 
and they have become the storm. And this is what we're becoming right now, is we're becoming this very storm of the Lord. And this fear of the Lord is about to come out of us and strike vengeance against the camp of the enemy. It's God's turn, and it's our turn. He's won the war, and now we're about to win all of the battles. It is our time to make the kingdoms of this world the kingdoms of our God, and it's time to arise and shine at this time. There's deep darkness on the earth, and uh, uh, darkness on the earth, and deep darkness on the people. And Isaiah 60 says, "But arise, shine, arise, shake that off, shake the grave clothes off, stand up, dust yourself off, because He's about to shine bright through you in this season." So once again. Stormwalkers, I'm talking to you today. You stand in the storm, you walk through the storm, you walk on the storm, and you have become the storm. Stormwalkers, stand in the storm. Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 and 14 says, Then Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Take your stand. Come on. I'm telling you, as Moses said to his people, take your stand, be firm and confident and undismayed and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For those enemies whom you have seen today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. God is about to show up. It's God's turn, ladies and gentlemen. It's God's turn. He He told me back in September, and if you can go to my website, you can see the, the word I put out on the shift. And I talk about how when, when the queen, pass, queen of England passes away, when she passes on, there will be a shift in authority in the world. And there will be a new display of power coming through that authority, and that authority is in God's hands. He is stepped onto the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Our Savior, our Savior, who has Savior, our Savior is alive and well and, and is strategized right down to the nth degree, and we are on the winning side. We are about to take over. We're not taking off. We're not trying to escape, but we're about to dominate. So storm walkers stand in the storm. Let me read another scripture regarding that. Romans 8, 18 and 19. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectations of creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons and daughters of of God. There's an eager expectation. This whole world is waiting for you. The whole world is not waiting for a father. Jesus came and, and showed us who the father is. You just got to get into the word and, and you can you can see who the father is by the manifestation of everything that Jesus did. He said, if you see me, you see the father. But what the world is waiting for is somebody to show up that looks like, smells like, feels like, demonstrates and creates like their papa. The whole world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Let me just go back and read 18 again. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time cannot be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. It's time to shine. The glory of God, the weightiness of the presence of God is available. You, you gotta step into your place of obedience. <laughs> 
the testing, the litmus test is when you step into your obedience and you step into the darkness and you step into the, the place that are, places that are contrary and you step in out of obedience to the Lord. When you step into these things, this is when the, the demonstration of the greater power begins to rise up in the midst of you, mantle you and quicken you, fortify you, flow forth from you and begin to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the disease and cast out devils. This is the elementary teachings, ladies and gentlemen, of the kingdom of God. And we must be about our father's business. And the the, the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared everything in the past it's going to be uh, um obliterated the it's going to be um silenced and it's going to be eclipsed by the greatness of the glory of god that's about to come out of your life second corinthians 4 17 says for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory Come on, ladies and gentlemen, everything that the enemy tried to do in the past season, past era, past age, past years is proving for us every problem must have a payday and you must make a demand for that payday to come forth in Jesus mighty name. Let me give you another one about we stand in the midst of the storm in Ephesians chapter six, verse 15, it says, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Wherever we walk, we will bring the weapon of mass destruction called peace. As Canadians, we are moving from being peacekeepers to becoming peacemakers. Now, this is not just Canadians, but I want to tell you, we are, as Canadians, we're so polite. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> But we're so polite all the time and we just want to keep peace. But we are moving. Not that we're not going to be able to, you know, um, serve and, and be nice and, and, and be loving and being kind as Canadians are known for. But it's also time for us to be bold. The, the, the righteous are as bold as a lion. And it's time for us to become peacemakers. There's a weapon of mass destruction that are shot upon your feet. <laughs> The, the, the weapon of mass destruction is upon your feet. The God of peace will soon crush Satan. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak about this in just a few minutes. But the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet because your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, which is a weapon of mass destruction against the plans and dark plots of the enemy. Okay. Stormwalkers walk through the storm. So stormwalkers stand in the midst of the storm and see the deliverance of the Lord in the land of the living. And then Psalms uh, 23. Did you, did you, I'm going to, let me just go back to the standing um, stormwalkers stand in the storm. Let me read that to you again. Verse 13. Then Moses, Exodus 14, verse 13. Then Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Stand Take your stand, be firm and confident and undismayed and see the salvation of the Lord. He will accomplish for you today, for those enemies, the Egyptians at that time, whom you have seen today, you will see never again. 
The enemy is only being allowed to get close enough to you so that the, the enemy can receive maximum impact of the weapon of mass destruction called peace. And when you speak forth peace, if you listen to a couple of episodes ago, a, 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 a couple episodes over the last couple of weeks, when I had Dean Briggs on here, we were talking about peace. And this is where the, the whole word from the Lord came to me about the storm walkers. <laughs> But the enemy is only being allowed to get close enough to you so he would receive maximum force of the explosion of the peace of God. When you speak to that, that storm and, and add your faith to your words, you say, be peace, be still. You speak peace to the environments. And I speak peace to your environment right now. I speak peace to the atmosphere right now. And I say, be still to the waters, just like our master taught us. Anyway, storm walkers, number two, walk through the storm. Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through, somebody say, this too shall pass. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. My God, Psalms 23 is the scripture, is the sequential, quintessential scripture for this year. We're going to walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. And we're not afraid to walk in knowing the dark night of the soul. You need to know this and you need to have this in your back pocket because you're going to have dark days. You're going to have problems. You're going to have attacks. You're going to have counterattacks. You're going to have people putting claims and claims and counterclaims on your stuff. You're going to have them saying all manner of evil against you. You're going to, there's going to be dark moments, but I want to tell you, it's nothing more than a setup for your get up so you can go up. Every time the enemy comes in like a flood, it's only because he's afraid of what is about to happen in your life when you get the revelation of whose you are, who you and whom whom you belong to, and to whom you're called. When you begin to find out the, the validity and the power and the majesty of the kingdom of God that is about to bust out of you, the enemy must attack because he can't afford. But I want to tell you, every time he attacks. He's going to get weaker. You know why? Because we're going to stand. You know why? Because we know we're walking through. We have the promises of God. We believe the promises of God. The promises of God are yes and amen to them that believe. So this is the year that we're going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Why do we got to walk through these places? Because God has prepared treasures in the darkest places for those that have the audacity to walk through the, these valleys of the shadows of death. It's just a shadow, ladies and gentlemen. It ain't the death. It ain't the real. Nobody can kill you. 
They can, they might, you, the worst thing that can happen to you is you can become a martyr. You can be one of the clouds of witnesses that are cheering on us at the end of the day, living in glory with Jesus Christ and the Father and the angels in all of his glory. That's the worst thing that can happen to you. But the best case scenario is we do that after we fulfill our purpose of making the kingdoms of this world, the kingdoms of our God. And we got to find these treasures. He's hiding the best treasures in the darkest places. And do you have the audacity to sit down and look around and find them in the midst of the darkness is nothing more than a backdrop to show forth the brilliance of God coming out of your life. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I go over Psalms 23 quite detailed about four episodes ago. You can go back and I'm not going to spend much more time on it, but I just want to tell you, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. If you are walking in obedience to him, if you, if you, are, if you are walking in faith with faith in God, becoming the faith of God, and you're walking in obedience to God, you're, you are absolutely a storm walker. Can I tell you that you become resilient, undeniable, indestructible, non-combustible, indomitable, irresistible, teachable, and reachable. Okay, let me get on with another scripture. Galatians 5.16 says, says this. Galatians 5.16 says, Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. I'm the storm walkers walk in the spirit. Galatians 5.25 says, if you live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So we're talking about a dichotomy. Uh, and if you've ever heard me talk about the, the whole spirit, soul, and body, if you've heard talk, me talking about ruling and reigning in Christ Jesus and, and being seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and, and powers of darkness, you will understand what I'm talking about right here. Because if you live in the spirit, it means you're born again, born from above, born of Zion, born of heaven, born of the spirit. Born That's what being born again is. You are born of, the, of water, and then you're born of the spirit. You're born of flesh, and then you're born, reborn born again you for you to get upgraded and become the answer and the solution and a co-creator with God you got to be born of the flesh and then born of the spirit there are two races on the earth the human race and the royal race and, and when you are a storm walker that means you have become part of the royal race Galatians 5 25 if you live in the spirit it means you're born again but if you live in the spirit, let us also. So there's a dichotomy. There is another gear. There is there is something that can happen. And you can not only be ruling and reigning in the spiritual realm, but you can be ruling and reigning as you walk in the spirit, as you begin to be clothed with the glory of God. Storm walkers know how to stir up the gift that is within them, as according to 2 Timothy 1.6. And it says, Paul the Apostle is speaking in 2 Timothy chapter 1, 1 through 6. He's speaking up to his dearly beloved son, Timothy, who is 17 years of age, who is taking care of the church. He's the Gentile uh, pope of the church right now. And there are about 35 to 40,000 believers that he's got to take care of. 17. He's got some problems, got some issues. He's got Romans taking his parishioners and throwing them into the lion's den. What he's going to do with the children? He's got all these issues. And he says, Timothy. My dearly beloved son, I am mindful of your tears. I pray for you both day and night. And I want to tell you, Timothy, 
to st- this is the one cure all the one step the one thing that will solve every issue every time storm walkers you got to learn how to strengthen yourself like david did you got to learn how to stir up the gift of holy spirit you got to let the rivers of living water flood out of you on a regular basis and mantle you quicken you so that it can flow forth from you and begin to strike vengeance in the camp of the enemy it's time for us to not only live in the spirit but it's time for us to walk in the spirit not only live in it but we got to begin to walk in the spirit being clothed with the glory of god being clothed with jesus christ <laughs> so storm walkers number three walk on the storm mark 6 verses 45 through 53 i don't know if i will read it all but i will start uh 45 says immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side to bethsaida while he went Well, he sent the multitude away, and when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now an evening came. The boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. And I just want to stop there for just a minute. Jesus would, would steal away. And he would go up into a mountain. He would get away with God. And what happened at the Mount of Transfiguration happened to Jesus on a regular basis. You need to know that you have, as a storm walker, you, you, as you're walking through the storm, and you'll need the ability to even walk on the storms. You'll have these different abilities that none of these things shall hinder you. If you, when you spend time letting Holy Spirit rise in the midst of you, like Jesus did in this story right here. Verse 48 says, and then he saw them straining at rowing for the wind was against them. Now, about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea and would have passed them by and would have passed them by. You got to know this. Jesus would have passed them by. The proximity is power. Jesus is always near you even closer than the mention of his name, but you gotta mention his name. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? You cannot you cannot be in a storm and not call on the master. Don't be in a storm and not know that he's close by. You need Jesus in your boat. And then they saw him walking on the sea. They supposed it a ghost and cried out, for they saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked to them and said to them, be of good cheer, it is I, and do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them and uh, went up into the boat to them and the wind ceased and they were greatly amazed. Okay, so that's the one, one scripture. Let me read this other one. Matthew 14, 22 through, through, the four, through 34. Uh, same uh, passage, same synoptic uh, gospels uh this is a, a another writer that is recording this and so it says immediately jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away and when he had sent the multitudes away he went up into the mountain by himself to pray same shtick now an evening came he was alone there 
but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it's a ghost. And they cried out of fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And Peter had come down out of the boat. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous and he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? When, when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshiped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. My God, our focus must be for us to walk on the water and continue to walk on the water. This is the key. Don't pay attention to the things that you're going through. It's hard. I know it is. On your worst day, just worship him. On your worst day, just pray in the Holy Ghost. On your worst day, get into your scriptures. Get into your rhema book. Get into your, your scriptures that God has given to you personally. Do, do not say, woe is me. Do, when you completely blow it, you got to start worshiping him. Do not focus on the wind or the wave or all the things that are trying to catch your attention. The enemy is trying to blow smoke and he's trying to create a, a, an amplification to your ears and an illumination to your eyes on what you're going through. Do not pay attention to him. Keep focused. Set your mind on the things that are above. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. Set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things of the earth. Very important. So let me just... Here, here, this is another scripture about walking on the storm. John 23, 3-7. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, we are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. But when the morning had come, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to the children, have you any food? They answered him. And he said, and they said, no. And he said to them, cast your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast their net on and they cast, so sorry. So they cast and now they were not able to draw in because of the multitude of fish. There's a right and I, I, if you listen to the other podcasts, you would remember me saying this. There's a right place to throw the net at the word uh, at the word of Jesus, where you can throw your net and catch a bumper crop of harvest when nobody's catching nothing and they were just in that spot. There, the the obedience created the fish. Woo! Come on now. Come on now, is that possible that your obedience is about to create a whole new economy? Your obedience, God wants to show you where to create wealth for your spheres of influence. Come on now, can I get a better amen? 
But this is the part I wanted to get to. So verse 7 says, well, let me just re re read verse 6 again. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast uh, and... <laughs> so they cast and now they were not able to draw in it because of the multitude of fish. And it was another translate, another um, synoptic gospel speaks about 157 fish that they were not able to even pull in there. It was just amazing. So verse seven says this, therefore, that that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. Therefore, the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer, outer garment, for he had removed it and plunged into the sea. Peter thought this time, ladies and gentlemen, this is my conjecture, Peter thought this time I'm about, I'm going to walk all the way to Jesus. I am going to walk on this circumstance. I'm going to walk on this situation. Nobody puts on their coat to jump in the water. You take it off. It says, he says, for he had removed it. Why would he put on his coat to jump in the water? Because he thought this time I'm going to walk on that. I'm going to walk on that puppy. I'm going to, I'm going to walk on this circumstance. I'm going to walk on this situation. Do not, do not uh, discredit your faith. And do not discredit the promises of God. If you need to walk on water, if you need to walk through a mountain, if you need to speak to the mountain and see it be removed, it will all happen. Just keep your faith focused on your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Stay tapped into the vine. Oh, hallelujah. Luke 10, 18 and 20 says, And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Verse 19, behold, I will give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the, the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. When you are walking in obedience to God and, and you are walking in the area and your feet are shod with the gospel of peace and you, you are walking in faith in God and in developing the faith of God, you will walk. And, and crush and trample the enemy right underneath your feet. And this is what the Lord showed me years ago. When you are trampling the enemy, the serpents and the scorpions and serpents, uh, this is what really related to COVID-19. And it's funny, it's Luke 10, 19. But serpents here, you, you're about to crush the things that are trying to constrict the breath of God to come into your life because that's a serpent there. It's not a poisonous one. That is a constrictor. 
It's the scorpion who is the second one who is trying to induce fear. So two major enemies that we are going to crush in this season is that which tried to crush the breath of God out of our lives. We're about to stomp on them. And also the one that tried to induce fear into everyone's life, we're about to crush them. It's When you behold the lamb, you can behold your authority. When you can behold the lamb, you will not behold your problem. And if you don't behold your problem and you keep your focus on the Lord and you allow the, the rivers of living water and the spirit of the living God to bubble up out of you and come back down on you and you begin to walk in the spirit, Spirit, you begin to walk on the storm. You begin to walk on the enemy. You will begin to have authority and trample the serpents and the scorpions and trample all the power of the enemy. And when you trample and you keep trampling, you will about to be trampolined into your better day with more power and authority. My God. So what does it mean by you? Uh, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. If you're walking in obedience to God, you, you, are, you have this place of immunity. There's, there's a path that one can walk where the eye of the vulture, meaning, meaning death, nor the paw of the lion, destruction, has never seen. There is a place that you can walk in God, and we are going to find this place at the most unlikely places, right in the midst of darkness, right in the valley of the shadow of death, right in the places where God is going to call us to perform signs and wonders and miracles and let love prevail. Hallelujah. Romans 16, 8, 19, and 20, for your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I am glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise at what is good and simple concerning evil. You need to be wise as what is good and you need to be innocent at what is evil, is another translation. Wise or excellent at what is good and, and absolutely innocent about what is evil. Can I challenge you? Do not know more statistics on the Antichrist than you know scriptures on the Christ. Can I tell you to take your eyes off of what the enemy is doing? Take your ears and, and shut them away from the enemy and open them up unto God. Hear the word of the Lord. The blood of Jesus Christ speaks a better word. The, the, the most important scripture in, in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 and 20, is the second one. I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that right now. It says, um, oh, actually, yeah, sorry, Luke 10, verse 20. It says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. We don't rejoice that the demons are subjected to us, but we rather rejoice because our names are written down in the Lamb's book of life. This is what is so important. It's more, more important. The enemy is subject to us when we know our authority and we take our place. Okay, let me read Romans 16, 19, and 20. For, you, for your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I'm glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise at what is good and be innocent at what is evil. And then what does the very next verse say? It says, and the God of peace will crush Satan underneath your feet. The enemy only, when you, let me just say it this way. You only face the enemy when you've come down to his level. 
You are seated in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers of darkness. And do not allow yourself to get drawn into the into a war that Jesus has already won. You are seated in heavenly places, and you're coming down with your heel on the head of the enemy. Behold, I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the evil one, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. Oh, my word. I still got... Uh, oh my God. Okay, let's let's try finish this up. Give me five more minutes, guys. Stormwalkers be, become the more powerful storm. Isaiah 59, 19 says, So shall the fear, so sorry, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. I had somebody I was preaching on this, and they said, no, 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 the, the, posture, the comma is in the wrong place. It says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a, a greater standard against him. Wh whichever, it, it don't matter to me. The, the, the fact of the matter is, the enemy is about to get his, uh, well, uh, but, kicked uh, again and again and again as we are trampling on his works and as we are trampling on these things these demonic forces that are trying to squelch the breath and and trying to induce fear he's trying to push something out of life out of our lives and he's trying to induce something in and we say no way we're not going to get into that battle you're defeated and we're just going to trample on you out of obedience without intentionality He's not our focus. The Lord is walking with the Lord hand in hand. Amen. So stormwalkers become the storm and the Lord is about to strike vengeance through the ecclesia. Isaiah 11, 2 says, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of, the, of, of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might and the spirit of, of the knowledge of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. We are about to release a flood out of us. The flood is not necessarily going to be the enemy's doing. Yet when he sends a flood, we're going we're gonna to part the waters or we're going to walk on the waters or whatever. It don't matter. It's not going to stop us, not going to delay us, not going to deny us, and certainly not going to define us. We're not going to be consumed by it. Come on now. But we are going to create a flood of the spirit of the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, the spirit of the Lord is about to come out of his ecclesia as a flood of the spirit of the fear of the Lord as we become the storm of the Lord to strike vengeance upon the camp of the enemy. As we show up as the light in the midst of the darkness, we shall displace the darkness and begin to make the kingdoms of this world the kingdoms of our God. The kingdoms of this world are about to become the kingdoms of of our God. Can I say this to you boldly right now? It's not time to take off. It's time to take over. It's not time to escape. It's time to dominate. It's not time to run and hide. It's time to you to take a huge stride and make severe traction in this season as we begin 
to be the storm walkers. I see big tread forming on, on the bottom of your shoes. The, the, the preparation of the gospel, the, that, that, that got those gospel cleats, they, they got major spikes and you're about to, you're about to take some ground. You're about to take some territory. You're about to take over and you're about to become the dominion of God in your spheres of influence you are about to become the dominion agent the secret agent and i'm going to get into this next week about the hidden agents the ones that have been marginalized the ones that have been set to the side the ones that have been 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 almost destroyed They're, they're secret agents that are about to come forth and they are part of this whole troop and this end time remnant warrior called the Stormwalker. This is Barry Miracle signing off for now, but if you want to sow a seed or you want to come, you want to support us, you want to pray for us, or or you want more information about us, and uh, you might want to get on our our mailing list or or just lots of resources, go to barrymiracle.ca and you will find a lot of resources. Love you all. I'm believing that this is going to be the best, most amazing, adventurous year in the kingdom of God. Dedicate your life and allow God. Like my Tony, like my spiritual father, Tony said, he says, it's God's turn now, baby. It's God's turn now. Get ready for this will be some of the best days of your life. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.